an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America, and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on Easy Mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings here on VSIN, the sports betting network, as we welcome you in midweek, Wednesday, February 22nd. I'm Patrick Maher live from Los Angeles. Hope you're having a nice week. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, live downtown Fremont Street there in Las Vegas. Got a huge show. This is crazy as far as the quarterback. So the Russell Wilson and Justin Fields watch continues. We talked about it yesterday here on the program. While we were on the air, DraftKings was tweeting about the flip. So again, the Falcons were plus 150 to get fields. And then as we were on the air, they moved to minus 150. It's minus 130 right now. The Steelers, your second betting favorite to grab fields at plus three and a half. So th- plus 350. We're going to get to that. Now, the fascinating number from yesterday was Russell Wilson. He was a big time favorite to land with the Steelers. I can tell you this, what we do know, and I'm 99% sure. So we can report Justin Fields is not going to be a bear. And Russell Wilson is not going to be a Denver Bronco. We've got plenty on that coming up along with the around St. Uh, why did I just forget his name? Big guy around St. Brown. He, he and his brother, the wide receiver there with the lions, they have a podcast and they had just now they got a weird podcast. They got a cool podcast. Like for example, they had Jameer Gibbs on recently and they asked him, do you love your girlfriend? So they, they ask weird questions, but they had Justin Fields on and we have clips from Fields talking about why he unfollowed the bears, which is important in 2024. It just is. That's the reality. And also where's his favorite place to play, which is very fascinating. Now, We've got a full college basketball slate today. If you like fireworks, you're going to love Florida and Alabama. Alabama tied as your best scoring team in the country. Florida, your eighth. Okay, we've got a total of 174 in Bama tonight. We're going to get to that game coming up in just a bit. I thought there were a lot of, last night was awesome on the college hardwood, and I thought there were a lot of lessons as a better we can take from what we saw last night as we approach the conference tournaments and to the NCAA tournament. So we're going to get to those. Again, some great lessons for a better. Plus, we have found here on Sharp Money the team we're going to adopt for the tournament. Their odds right now are 20 to 1, but it's the perfect amalgamation of the current college basketball, college football state of affairs. And this team represents that perfectly. So if we're going to be forced to get involved in this dance and we're headed to the big dance, we're going to adopt the team and you can follow along. As far as show business, oh, and I also wanted to mention, how about VEASAN Primetime? They had a good guest on last night, and I've been standing by this. I'll stand on my ten toes when talking about J.J. McCarthy. People have him going top five, the Michigan quarterback. I wouldn't use a draft pick on him. Not in the first round, not in the second, not in the third. Once we get to the fifth, okay, maybe I'll take a flyer on the Michigan quarterback, but I don't think he's a first-rounder. I can guarantee you that. So we'll get into the clip that was played last night because the nature of 
draft season is one that is bipolar. And what I mean by that, like, for example, Daniel Jeremiah is a very well-respected draft analyst. He has J.J. McCarthy going, I believe, eight, somewhere around there, big guy, to the Falcons. Here, where is he on the list there? McCarthy, yep, eight to the Falcons. And then last night, a gentleman that's involved in analyzing the draft on Prime Primetime said he's got him graded as a third rounder. That is, that's a bipolar nature of the draft. So a lot to do there as we welcome in the big guy here on Sharp Money, Dustin Sweetelson, ducked out in plaid today. A couple of things I, I wanted to mention. One, we've got show business to get to, and today I'm excited about this. We're going to welcome in a new family member for the family vids, and that is Julian Edlin who is host of The Sweat over at the DK Network. So Julian has sent a video. He's got a college basketball play. Also, welcome in, formerly of CBS, now of Driving the Line, Alan Bell is going to join. He's going to be part of the family moving forward as we try to provide you here for three hours as, with as many picks as possible. And speaking of picks, I'm taking a look at the list outside of Alan Bell and Julian Edlow. We've also got four College basketball plays from race and sports book director at the Borgata, Thomas Gable. We've got one, two, three, four, five plays from Mike Samich. And Aaron Halterman's going to be joining us on the show a little bit later. He's got three plays on tap for you. Outside of that, it's a mouthful. I've said a lot to start the program. We've got Mike Palm joining, of course, CEO, VP of Ops there, circa the Golden Gate, the D. He's going to be joining for Palm versus... The big guy, and then Wes Reynolds, one of our colleagues here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, will be joining in the final hour as well. So looking forward to connecting with Wes, who's been on a streak with the picks, VEASAN.com slash picks. Okay, I think I've droned on enough. Let's bring in the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, live at the D there, Fremont Street in Vegas. What's cracking, big guy? I do have an update uh, while we're just like tidying up some ends here or tying up some loose ends. Uh, there's an update to the contest between Jonathan Von Tobel and myself. He and, I, he and I have agreed to some parameters, but we're not going to give those out till he's back on the show Mondays at uh, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. We'll give you that. But there is a wrinkle we are adding. We want, similar to the betting thing, making this a community of people like all involved in the show and VEASAN, we are adding a uh, listener element to our weight loss challenge. And Bill A.D. replied this morning to an email from JVT that... We want you to be in the mix. We'll figure out the rules for you. But basically, there is a VEASAN Pro subscription on the line for the biggest weight loser when it comes to this. We can't call it the biggest loser because of copyright issues. And everyone knows I would win the biggest loser if it was just being a loser in life. So we're adding a VEASAN Pro on the line. If you're, if you're already a subscriber, Bill says I'll tack on another year to your subscription. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. So we finally figured out how to get Bill AD to respond to us. <laughs> we just bring somebody that he likes from the network into the mix. That is a great job by you guys. So JVT, who Bill does like, you and I, who he definitely does not like. We love Bill. He's just not too interested in the two of us. Well, I think that's great that Bill is offering that to a VEASAN Pro. Kudos to Bill. I, I think there's a chance Bill, you know, one of the, one of the founding fathers, him and Brian Musburger, of VEASAN. They created this in the lab, and I think there's an element of, hey, um, I had this idea for VEASAN, and it didn't involve two fat guys sitting in front of a camera, so maybe there's an element with Bill where he's like, I would like the people representing the brand I created to not be as fat as they are right now. I think that I would like to say to Bill, I, this is not necessary, Dustin, this is not necessary, but Bill, I'm coming out of pocket for Sharp Money Survivor for 500 bucks. If you want to jump in with me on that one, not just the weight loss challenge, it could help the account a little bit. If not, I'm completely cool with covering it. So, okay. So you two are doing a weight loss challenge, you and Jonathan Von Tobel, one half of VEASAN Primetime, and now we're going to find a lucky listener to get involved as well. Now, how are we going to narrow down who's going to be the listener well no 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 every we're this is going to be a check-in weekly bi-weekly thing you weigh in you take a picture of your feet on your scale what the weight is and we're going to track it you have to reply every single week to be a part of it we need to know you're not doing any shady stuff on the side and every week we'll look at who submitted and where they're at and how much they've lost and we'll do it by percentage whoever lost the greatest percentage that they needed to lose okay awesome 
That's great. I mean, I think it's all good. The whole entire big picture of this is to get healthy and a little incentive from the man over at vsin.com with the newsletter, Bill AD. So thank you for that, Bill. And good luck to everybody getting involved in the weight loss challenge. Look, the one thing you can control is weight. I know over the past six months going through what I've been going through, you, you can be in good, you can be in fine shape, whatever it is, and you can have life hit you. So at least you can control whether or not. You know, you're overweight, and the big guy, JVT, and the rest of the crew, I give you props. Now, Sharp Money Survivor. We did have Kevin McDonough kick us off on Monday, and he did start 1-0, of course, with Iowa State covering at the Fertitta Center in Houston. Unfortunately, Kevin has been eliminated. So it's pick or die, and Kevin has been eliminated for Sharp Money Survivor. He had the Gale St. Mary's last night laying seven and a half. Now, St. Mary's did take a five-point lead to the break. They couldn't knock down a three in the second half. They couldn't hit a free throw in the second half, and they were turning the ball over in the second half. They did hold on to beat the Dons there San Francisco, 70-66. to 66. But unfortunately, big guy, and I don't know what Jeff Propes used to say when he would kick somebody off. Off an island, but Sharp Money Survivor, unfortunately, Kevin McDonough has been booted. Yeah, RIP, poor one out. Thought he was going to go on a mini heater, but he still got one win. And I think one win in a vacuum is harder than people think, depending on when we choose you. I'm getting my email uh, inbox is absolutely flooded. I had like seven or eight people reach out as soon as the, like within minutes of the St. Mary's game ending, being like, he's out. When are we picking the next one? I'm ready to go. Like everyone wants to be in the mix. We will try to get to as many as we can. Uh, but one and oh. You got to got to do better than one and zero. Can you get two? Can you get three? Can you get four? And it's not just about beating Kevin. It's about beating whoever's after you. Because at some point, as we all learn in betting, the heater does come to an end. Well, congratulations to Kevin for being the first contestant of Sharp Money Survivor. We now have the next contestant up on the island. Now, this is going to start Monday. Remember, you put together the heater starting Monday or you get bounced on Monday. This week, Kevin McDonough got bounced on a Tuesday. Dustin Swedelson, you can email us sharpmoney at vsin.com and there's some of the contestants or, excuse me, guidelines for what Sharp Money Survivor is and are you ready to announce who's going to be starting up on Monday on the island? I, I'm not. I don't want to say the name yet. I want to make sure they come through but I've had two or three people now with very good sales jobs on me. They've sold me with why they love VEASAN, why they love being a VEASAN pro. But I've got a few really good pitches. The question is, can you email us and get a better pitch in, and I'll choose you on Monday. Okay, there you go. Sharp Money Survivor, congrats to Kevin McDonough for getting us started. Now, a full slate of college basketball tonight. Like I said, as we get closer and closer to the conference tournaments and then the NCAA tournament, I think there's some lessons we learned from last night. Last night was a great slate of college hoops, and when we return, including the best team in the country by most prognosticators' opinion, that being UConn, got ran out the gym in Omaha there at Creighton. We'll discuss that. What can you take from it? Variance has something to do with it as we just get started here on a Wednesday edition. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even checkouts not until four. So because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and four p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com/slash-with-amex. Terms apply. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com/strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic, oracle.com slash strategic. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Sharp Money, we talked about JVT. Well, he's a part of the NBA betting primer, which is absolutely free right now. Futures bets to make right now Eastern and Western Conference analysis, betting tips for the rest of the season. All you have to do is go to vcin.com slash guide to get the primer for free. Contenders, pretenders, it's everything you need to know as we turn the page on the NFL season and get involved in hoops. NBA, vcin.com slash guide. We got you back here. Dustin Sweetelson live downtown Las Vegas at the D. I'm Patrick Maher live from Vegas. Hope you're doing well. We're going to get into some news and notes and takeaways from last night. I think there's some teaching moments from the college basketball slate last night, which we're going to get into. But we should start with one of our family plays and get Julian Edlow in the mix. He is the host of The Sweat, one of the hosts of The Sweat at DK. Big guy, anything else on this? Yeah, so he's got a cool thing going on. Also, catch The Sweat, DK Network, VEASAN, uh, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, over the weekend. You can find all of Julian's plays every day that he uploads into the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Just go click My Bets tab on DK Sportsbook. You'll find the betting group listed, DK Network Betting Group. You'll find all of Julian's plays every single day there. Okay, let's play it. Here's Julian Edlow from The Sweat. What's going on, Sharp Money? Julian Edlow here from DraftKings, and I'm going to look at this Wednesday college hoops card. I don't play many road teams in general, but I'm going to a road favorite here in the Atlantic 10, laying four points with Richmond. They're going to Kingston, Rhode Island to play my alma mater, University of Rhode Island, and I've been following them this year. They're just not any good. They started off a 10 play with three outright wins as underdogs. And they've been just awful since. And I think some of uh, that early success is being carried over uh, and and not really being priced in how poorly this team has been lately. Uh, Rhode Island, just two and seven straight up in their last nine games, three and six against the spread in those. Uh, they're one and four against the spread in their last five games at home. So there's been virtually no home court advantage for the Rams. Meanwhile, you got the Spiders. They're on a 13 and two run. Uh, Richmond, 11 and two against the spread in their last 13 games. Uh, and they've been solid on the road. They're five and one straight up and against the spread in their last six road games. So Richmond slipped up last week to UMass as a six point favorite. I'm not expecting them to slip up again uh, anytime soon, especially with them battling uh, for first place in the A10, especially against a much weaker Rhode Island team than UMass. So laying four with Richmond tonight. Julian Edlow, great start and welcome to the family. So he's going to lay it with Richmond. That's a very good basketball team. The A-10 is tricky. They play their tournament, their conference tournament there in Brooklyn where the Nets play. It's a tricky, it's a very good basketball team, Richmond. And Rhode Island's been struggling this year. So lay the number. He got five with Richmond. Okay, thank you, Julian. And like I said, welcome to the team, The Sweat on DK Network. Okay, let's go back to last night. So, again, 
a couple of things you look for, and one of the teams playing tonight, that's Alabama. Alabama essentially does everything you're looking for outside of defending. However, we talked about Alabama's team. They're, as far as three-pointers made, they're the best in the country. They're 11th in three-point percentage. Uh, they score more than anybody in the country. Pace is off the charts. So they do. They make their free throws, 11th best in the country. You see the number tonight, Crimson Tide laying 10. Now, they're not great defensively. They're not horrific. And we'll get to that matchup in just a little bit. But a couple of things that I pointed out have to do with variance, and that is three-pointers and free throws. Okay, the variance is wild when it comes to these two. And last night, you found out. And UConn found out. Now, first off, we talked about it being a tricky spot. So this came from Shane McNichol. Top 10 teams who had just beaten a top 10 team by 15 points or more. UConn over the weekend, Marquette, a 28-point win. Travel on the road to play another ranked team. Were 4-7 and seven straight up recently. They are now 4-8 and eight straight up as UConn, as 2.5-point favorites, got demolished at Creighton. Now, this is interesting, and let's talk variance. The one weakness for UConn is if they're not making, they miss Hawkins, they miss the outside shooting. If they're not hitting their shots from outside, anybody can pick them off, and we saw that last night with Creighton. Let's take a look at the difference. 14 of 28, 50% for Creighton from outside. 3 of 16 for UConn. There it is, folks. I hate to simplify it so much, but they were playing at a slow pace. And if you're playing at a slow pace, you're not going to get many options and many opportunities and possessions. And if you're not taking advantage of the limited possessions like UConn didn't last night, anybody can beat you. So the pace was slow. Pace slows down. Three-pointers become a premium. So remember that. Just keep that in mind for a better moving forward. Can UConn get picked off? Well, anybody can get picked off in a single-game elimination if there's some very three-point wise. Also, the one thing we learned last night, which we already knew going into it, is Creighton has the ultimate UConn elixir, and that's Kalkbrenner, the big, because he can neutralize Klingon. Klingon's going to be a pro. He's going to be a top five pick, the big there at UConn. However, Kalkbrenner was awesome in the game, just kind of neutralizing him. Neither had numbers that were out of control, but what you're trying to do with UConn is neutralize. So looking forward to the tournament, if you see a team that has a big that can neutralize the big and Klingon, and also remember if you have a team that's consistent free throw line and three-point shooting, that's the type of team that can step up and Creighton's a good offensive team and knock off UConn. We saw it last night. UConn favored by two and a half, Dustin, 85-66. Got a big performance Creighton from Stephen Ashworth, who's the recruit. Not necessarily the recruit. He got bought from Utah State in the offseason. A note from our buddy Joshua Applebaum, who will join us on tomorrow's show. When two ranked basketball teams face off, the home favorite, 29 and 6 straight up, that's 83%. I think there was a couple times in the last few weeks where I went into handicaps going, that's way too many points for this team to be getting. Took it, and it didn't work out for me in a couple of those instances. And also, that's Creighton's first victory over a number one ranked team in college hoops. And when you look at quad one, that was quad one win number six for Creighton. Only two teams in the country have more quad one wins than Creighton, Purdue, and UConn. I'm going to give you another example of the variants that we're talking about heading into the conference tournaments and the NCAA tournament. Just quickly, a crazy stat. So UConn just lost to rank Creighton on the road. Did you know their streak of losses to ranked opponents on the road is now 21? UConn hasn't beaten a team on the road ranked since 2014 at Memphis. To put that in context, LSU is 5-7 and seven in the SEC, and they just beat a team on the road this weekend. Think about what I'm telling you. UConn has won a couple of national championships since they beat a ranked team on the road. That's insane. Now, variance, three-point shooting and free throws. Number 11, Baylor. Went to BYU last night. Pull up the number where it closed there for me, big guy. BYU, 25th ranked BYU. They beat up on Baylor 78 to 71. Beat up's a stretch, but you had a lot of the same components as you had from UConn and Creighton as far as playing at a slower pace. And then what do you do? We just thought about that. We just talked about it. You looked at the three point shooting. Baylor was 5 of 20 last night at BYU, and BYU was 14 of 36. 
So there you have it. Now, I don't know if Baylor was looking ahead because remember, they host Houston this Saturday. The Big 12 is a brutal gauntlet. However, again, BYU can pick off Baylor in a spot like this if they're making their threes. That's the variance. Where'd we close last night on that number? I'm seeing four. Okay, so BYU closed four, cover the four, 78 to 71. So, again, that's just a, in a vacuum. It's just when you're taking a look at Torvik or Ken Palm, and I think it is important. It's 20 bucks a month or a year. First off, start at vsin.com with all the resources we have with College Hoops. But we constantly talk about it. You heard it from our managing editor yesterday, Adam Burke, that he uses, Bart Torvik. Take a look because they'll have those rankings. Now, professional sports better will tell you what matters more. Like, for example, Scott Spritzer, who joins us on Wednesdays, come back next Wednesday, talks about for a national championship team, I need essentially efficiency on offense and efficiency on defense to be top 20, or I eliminate a team. But I start looking now, as far as variants, start looking at that three-point shooting, start looking at the free throw shooting, because those are things they're going to, again, UConn misses threes last night and they get blown out 85 to 66. That's their one bugaboo. So I think that's important. A couple other notes from last night. Uh, let's see, TCU over Texas Tech last night was a great game. If you were up late watching this one in the Big 12, uh, Tech hit its free throws, which was the difference in the game. I will say this, excuse me, Tech holds on one-point win over TCU at home. How about this? A new coach in Grant, Grant McCasland over at Texas Tech in Lubbock. A new coach, new roster, ranked team, and a team that's going to be going to the dance. So, again, a tough loss for TCU, a one-point win for Texas Tech, 82-81. to 81. Anything else you took away from last night, big guy? Well, a question about TCU. Like a team like that, 7-6 and six in Big 12 play, but we know how good the Big 12 is. Where are they at when it comes to making the tournament, and how do they – like these middle Big 12 teams, are they going to surprise any team that they're significantly better than because they're playing in such a better league? First off, the conference tournament is going to be wild because you look at the bottom of the Big 12 right now. Oak State, West Virginia, okay, UCF, okay, Kansas State's not a bad basketball team, and they're near the basement. We just talked Cincinnati is a defensively Cincinnati can take on anybody. They almost beat Houston, and they're near the bottom. Texas is a good basketball team. TCU is right in the middle there. TCU is dancing right now on the bubble as far as the tournament. We're ready to adopt the team here on Sharp Money for the tournament. We'll tell you who it is next. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, if you're looking for a betting edge on college basketball, we were just talking about the great resources over at vsin.com. The vsin experts have got you covered. Our buddy Hoops Peterson and the crew. Do us a favor. We got a lot of write ups from. Mr. Shoemaker, who was part of the family vid yesterday, he hit the over in UConn Creighton, so congratulations to Tyler. But they do a lot of writing. Now, I know you're going to scroll down to the end of the paragraph and find the pick, but you might learn something by reading from our experts. Become a VEASAN pro today and get our daily best bets email, 24-7 video access, the upcoming college hoops betting guide, bra- bet bracket breakdown, easy for me, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdown on every game. Visit VEASAN.com slash pro to dis- subscribe today. That's VSIN.com slash pro. Got you back here on Sharp Money. We're going to have that NFL news coming up for you. Interesting with the Fields and Russell Wilson watch. We've got the odds from over at DraftKings as far as where they're going to end up playing next year. He's Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Dustin, you asked about TCU going to break. So TCU is interesting because right now, if the tournament were to be played, they'd be in. So when you look at some of the prognosticators, the Big 12, obviously the best league in all of college basketball. So if we start the tournament today they'd be in. I put them on the bubble for a couple of reasons. One, take a look at their schedule to close out the regular season. Cincinnati, Baylor, BYU, West Virginia, and UCF. Okay, so they have a couple of candies at the end, but if they lose four of those six, they're going to be squarely on the bubble, and that is the race that the Big 12 is. So we had the, over the weekend, we had the College Basketball Committee release release the first 16, and they weren't a part of that. My assumption would be they'd be on the 9-10 9-10 line right now if the if the tournament were to start today, TCU. But UConn, Purdue, Houston, and Arizona were one. 
Tennessee, Kansas, North Carolina, and Marquette were on the two line. Baylor, aforementioned. Bama, aforementioned. We're going to get to them in a second. Iowa State and Auburn were on the three line with the committee over the weekend. And Illinois, Creighton, who picked up a huge win last night. Duke and Dayton were on the four line. So, important. Now, I talked about adopting a team. And I was on the wrong side of this. You're not going to find a spot in league. San Diego State, 19th ranked team in the country with the Aztecs yesterday, headed to Logan to take on Utah State. That was the game of the night for me. And it was was an incredible game. San Diego State uh, was catching two and a half, a cover for Utah State, 68 to 63. And I talked about us adopting a team. Last year it was San Diego State here on the program because we are supporting the Mountain West as we emanate from Las Vegas, of course. And San Diego State broke brackets into the Final Four along with FAU. But this year it's got to be Utah State. So this is a fascinating story. I told you at the beginning of the show that – We found the perfect amalgamation of college sports in 2024, and that's Utah State. Because check this out. First off, they've got a first-year head coach, Danny Sprinkle. He was at Montana State last year. He comes to Logan in Utah State, and everybody that scored a point for Utah State last year is gone. Transfer, off the team, no points returned. Think about what I'm telling you. So here's what he does. First year at Utah State, he brings in Darius Brown with him from Montana State. Darius Brown had 25 in the win against San Diego State last night. He brought in Great Ozabor, who's their best player, the forward from Montana State. He's a stud, probably the Mountain West player of the year, Ozabor. He also brought in two other players, their other two leading scorers, one being Ian Martinez from Maryland and another player from Oregon, and they've got a freshman contributing. Now, why do I say, and again, Danny Sprinkle should be in the national conversation for coach of the year, not just Mountain West. He's going to win the Mountain West because as we sit here on February 21, Danny Sprinkle and Utah State sit atop the Mountain West. That's a team that could potentially have five bids in the tournament and a guy that didn't return any points from last year's team took over the program this year, brought transfers in and a freshman that's contributing has them sitting atop the Mountain West and just beat a San Diego State team that did return starters and beat them last night in Logan. That officially is going to be their 22 and five, Dustin, and they sit atop the Mountain West. And Stephen Ashworth, who we talked about earlier today, he was Utah State's best player last year. What did he do? He dropped 20 on UConn last night in Omaha for Creighton. That's what Danny Sprinkle has done with Utah State this year. I'm all in on this team. Now, you want to? You can take a look at the updated odds over odds over at DraftKings for champion. I, when I checked it this morning, it was a little shorter than I expected. Utah State to win a national championship, to give you an idea how wide open this is, 20 to 1. Where are they now, big guy? They are, am I in the right section to win the national championship? Utah State? Yes, sir. I have 100 to 1. Okay, let me just take a look. Utah State, then even better. Let's go. Utah State. It must have been posted incorrectly earlier this morning. So Utah State, 100 to 1. Sign us up. We've adopted Utah State here on Sharp Money at 100 to 1. Think about what I'm telling you because with the transfer rules and kids just bailing on teams incessantly, Sprinkle comes in from Montana State. Wasn't a big name, obviously. Brings two kids with him. Takes somebody from Oregon. Gets a freshman to commit, takes somebody from Maryland, and he's 22-5 and five, sitting atop the Mountain West. They are uh, minus 160 to win the Mountain West. And when we talk about the Mountain West, apparently we do it a lot on this show. Because you were, you were high on San Diego State last year. I've been on this New Mexico thing for two years, and I don't know if it's going to work out for me if I'm being totally transparent. But I love the talent that they have there. This show is pretty Mountain West heavy, it feels like. Uh, my question is... You felt San Diego State with their veteran, their style of play, the way they looked last year, that they were going to make a deep run. You don't. You see Utah State not just as a team that makes the Sweet 16. You think they can do what San Diego State did a year ago? Yeah, I do because they've got the shooting, and I mentioned they've got 
the senior and Darius Brown and great Ozibor, who's a stud. But I'm taking a look at the Mountain West right now. So you've got two locks. Utah State, the Aggies are getting in. So we already know they're going to be in the dance. San Diego State, they're a lock to get in. Should be in right now. Colorado State should be in the dance. If we were just to start it today, just like the conversation about TCU. New Mexico should be in. When you're talking about work to do. So that's four bids already from the Mountain West. If you're talking about work to do, Boise State, Nevada, certainly work to do. Uh, but those four teams right now, San Diego State, Utah State, Colorado State should be in, New Mexico, Richard Patino should be in, and then Boise State, Nevada, my assumption is one of those two gets in. So I think we're going to have five bids out of the Mountain West. Trying to find an updated number. I'm looking uh, on social media. It looks like odds for Utah State to make the Final Four as of about 28 days ago. You could see them in like the 38-1 to 1 range. If we can find you a book to bet that at. It's not currently up at DraftKings. To me, it feels like you can get a really juicy number on that. And because it ends earlier, you have opportunities to make money on that ticket earlier than you would having to wait for the championship. Yeah, I just love the story because I just told you that Creighton this past weekend was already on the four line and Ashworth along with Kalkbrenner, their two best players. He was at Utah State last year. This sprinkled dude comes in, takes over a program, no points returning, and he's got the team sitting atop a conference that's very good in the Mountain West. That's a tremendous story. Also, left his alma mater. Like, that's, that's a story within itself. Like, you know what it takes to get someone to leave a situation where they're that comfortable, where they know everything about the program, where they're kind of like one of the better players in the history of Montana State? For him to leave there, he must have saw something in Utah State. But that turnaround is absolutely absurd. Yeah, it's incredible. So congrats to Utah State. The Aggies, I took the L last night, but we'll take the W with 100-1 to one to win the national championship. Again, we're taking a shot. I took an L last night on, on uh, UConn in the first half. What did I do? I came back with Creighton, 30-1 to one to win the national title after last night. So sometimes you got to turn those L's into W's, and Creighton did everything I've been asking them to do all season long, show some form of life, a little bit more depth, shoot the three ball, play consistent offense. I was stuck, man. I was stuck with them after the losses to Providence and to Butler. I hated what I saw in those back-to-backs. But since then, Creighton's been awesome. And I've been waiting to buy in, and I maybe bought in a day too late. I probably should have done it before the game. They're probably around 40-1, to but I'll take 30-1. to This is the team I was on last year as well, and I'm hoping I'll be right this time. What did Hurley do after the game there in Omaha? Did you see it? No. Hurley, the coach there at UConn, apparently when he was walking out. Now, we know the dude runs hot. We know Hurley runs hot. Both brothers run hot. But as he was walking off the court yesterday, apparently some Creighton fans were going in on him. And I think he challenged them to a fight. Oh, all of them? Not sure. But he did say something that was uh, uncouth, to put it Oh, I mildly. see it. He's yelling. At, yeah, he's walking off the court, and he's yelling at all the student section. Kind of lame to go at the student section. I don't know. Yeah, no, but he did say, I, maybe you can find the quote. He said something that... A little uncouth for a head coach at a big university that just won a national championship, but we'll, we'll forgive Mr. Hurley for that one as his team got ran out of the gym there at Creighton. When we return, we're going to get to that quarterback market, but we've got fireworks tonight down in Tuscaloosa. Florida, who's won 8 of 10. Alabama, who sits atop the SEC, they've won 8 of 10. And these two teams like to go, 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 pace, 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 and score points. We've got a total tonight. Florida, Alabama sitting at 174. We'll come back and discuss next here, Sharp Money. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, shout to DraftKings this week on DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the DraftKings app and use the promo code VSIN, V-S-I-N, exclusively for VSIN listeners and viewers. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Okay, Dustin Sweetelson there in Vegas. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. This is Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings. Hope you're doing well. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. It's getting heated, so remember, the smaller conferences kick off their conference tournaments February 27th. By my math, that's about six days away, correct? 21st today, yes. The bigger conferences get going March 7th, right around there. Then Selection Sunday comes up the 17th. Now, we've got a barn burner coming up tonight in Alabama. Let's talk about this game. Now, if you want to bet Bama hosting Florida tonight, you lost the best of it. You often hear the terminology, the best of it, the worst of it. Well, this number open, DraftKings 8.5. Bama has been bet up to 10. So you're not getting a good number if you're going to bet Bama right now. I will tell you, I'm going to give you two plays from Thomas Gable before we get into the handicap. So Gable, recent sportsbook director at the Borgata, he laid 8 with Bama. So if that number does come back down, I'm not going to encourage you to lay 10. Gable's telling you he laid eight or would lay eight with the Crimson Tide. So if that number kind of trickles back down your way, if you want to lay it with Bama, he's on it. Also, Florida, Bama over 173 and a half. That is an absolute nosebleed as far as a total. We've got the total sitting at 174 right now. Why? Well, these are two teams that like to go, go, go. As far as pacing, two teams that play top 10 in the country. I mentioned Florida, their T8 as far as scoring, a little over 84 points per. Tied for first, Bama, they score a little over 90 points per. Both can fill it up. Both play fast. Now, if you take a look in Alabama, they're getting chased right now in the SEC, obviously, by Tennessee. Tennessee picked up a win at Mizzou. It wasn't easy last night, but they're a game back of the Crimson Tide in the SEC. And right now, I see two big advantages when it comes to Alabama v. Florida. One, three-point shooting. Okay, Second made in the country, that's Bama. And then 11th in three-point percentage. And then another advantage, we talked about the variance earlier. So you got to stick with these teams that are going to hit a high percentage from three and also make their free throws. Bama currently sixth in the country hitting their free throws. Now, conversely, if you're looking for the edges here, Florida, they live in the paint. The point distribution for Florida comes in the paint and three-point shooting. They're 193rd in percentage and made three-point shooting for Florida, 252. And the free throw shooting is not great. They're 281st in the country. So you have distinct advantages. Even though Florida is going to get up and go, 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 get a lot of dunks at the rim, the Crimson Tide do three things better. They make more threes, they shoot a better percentage, and they make their free throws. Florida just doesn't have enough to defend. They don't defend well enough. Uh, it's not that Alabama is a great defensive team. They certainly do have their defensive issues. However, 174 on the total, and this is a Crimson Tide that team that does play well, pointing back to Thomas Gable, laying the eight at home. They're 12-1 and one at home. They're also, what, 11-2 ATS. They haven't lost at home since November when they got beat by Clemson. So they cleaned that up. 
They're dominant at home, and they've got Florida coming to town. This is going to be fireworks. It's going to be a great game, big guy. I'm looking forward to it. If anything, I'd go over the total 173 and a half if you can find it, 174 now in the market. That is what I was going to ask about because I initially went into this wanting to lay the points with with Alabama, the way home teams have been awesome. It feels like the last couple weeks in college hoops, just dominating and in a lot of these matchups. But when you look at what Florida's done, I mean, ranked wins at Kentucky when they were 10th uh, versus Auburn when they were 12th. And I didn't realize this till I looked into it. First in rebounds, sixth in points are the Gators. 27th at Ken Palm, whereas Alabama, number one nation in scoring, sixth at Ken Palm. And then you look over at the VEASAN.com betting splits, Patrick. Florida, this isn't a big disparity. 58% of the money uh, on 54% of the handle. Here's where there's a little bit of a disparity. 46% of the money is on the over. That's on just 34% of the bets. So 46% of the money on just 34% of the bets looking to go over that 174 in this game. The last two losses for Bama, they lost at Auburn, which is one of the toughest home courts in the country, and they lost at Tennessee. So since then, those are their last two losses since December 23rd. And I mentioned they haven't lost at home since November where Clemson picked them off. So... It's going to be a fascinating game. There's a reason that number is jumping up. I just told you how dominant Alabama is at home. But Thomas Gable, he's going to go over the total and lay it with Bama if that number trickles back to you. Yeah, okay? He's got two more plays tonight. If you want those, you can go to vsan.com slash picks. I think another angle that makes sense for backing Bama, if that's the way you're leaning, is there, Florida's coming off a win at Georgia in Athens. That's like, look, it's kind of an emotional win. It's a super big rivalry in the SEC between Georgia and Florida. So I just think, look at last night, UConn coming off a big win over Marquette, hyped up really, really high, and a letdown against Creighton. I think that's an angle to always look at here with college basketball. Yeah, well put. Well put. Let's transition. We've got Mike Palm joining us in just about nine minutes. Dustin, why don't you go DraftKings and pull up the market for both Russell Wilson and Justin Fields right now? And we've got a couple of clips from Fields. Now, we told you yesterday, don't look for Fields to return to the Bears. I think it's pretty much a unanimous call right now that the Chicago Bears are going to select Caleb Williams. Yesterday, he was minus 900 to go one overall. If the Bears move on from Justin Fields, and if you're wondering what Justin Fields will recoup as far as a trade my assumption is he's going to bring back a second rounder and a later round pick maybe a fourth rounder so if you want fields you're going to have to give up a second rounder maybe a player but then potentially another fourth or fifth rounder so it's not like it's absorbent it's not punitive as far as the as far as a team like the Steelers or the Atlanta Falcons are concerned but those are the two teams right now. There's another team that got in the mix. So it's the Falcons and the Steelers right now in front as far as the odds. What are those odds right now, big guy? That is the latest update. We just had them updated a little bit ago. The Bears have now moved to number two. I don't know if yeah, the, the Bears podcast... are not. The Bears, the Bears three to one. You can throw that out. He's not going back to the Bears. <laughs> the the podcast dropping somehow impacted that movement. So you've got the Falcons at top, still minus one thirty. That hasn't changed. Bears three to one. Steelers plus three fifty. Patriots eight to one, and the Broncos ten to one. There rounding out that group. Okay, we do have. Amon Ross St. Brown and his brother got a podcast, and we're going to play the clip here in a second. Fields talks about unfollowing the Bears, okay, because that's where we are in 2024. I will throw another one at you, Dustin. Garoppolo's going to get cut by the Los, Angeles, Las Vegas Raiders. Pardon me, still doing it. He was Josh McDaniel's choice, of course. Tom Telesco, who's there now running the Raiders, he's talked about wanting a big-time quarterback. So my assumption is that's not Aiden O'Connell. Now, what's the connection with Fields? Luke Getze is now running the offense with the Raiders, and he was running the offense very familiar with Justin Fields with the Bears. So if anybody's familiar with Fields, it is the new OC there with the Raiders who are sitting on the board at 11-1, to maybe worth a shot. It's a curious spot, especially when you look at the division right now. Obviously, we think Harbaugh is going to help out the Chargers. They're going to get better, but... Like you're, you're chasing the Chiefs there. Is Justin Fields the guy to lead the Raiders to chase the Chiefs? I, I have this weird conspiracy in my head that Antonio Pierce at Arizona State, the same time Jaden Daniels was at Arizona State, maybe with the 13th pick and enough assets down the road, they could find their way into drafting a quarterback. But in terms of like if you're rebuilding and you want to do it quickly, and I think Las Vegas 
there's no buzz for the Raiders. Nobody cares about this team. I think trading for Justin Fields could ignite a bit of a spark with, with Las Vegas. You mentioned the Falcons yesterday. Remember, Fields is a Georgia native, and he did follow Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and Bijan Robinson on social media yesterday. And I think we have a clip talking about Fields discussing why he unfollowed the Bears, big guy. Yep, this is on the St. Brown Brothers podcast. Since, wait, since we're here, hold on. But, I mean, what's we're with, not uh, comparing. No, 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 no. Since we're here. All right, come on. What's with the unfollow with the Bears? What's, what's up with that? Man, bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like, <laughs> but, like, why, why are you unfollowing the Bears? Like, I still mess with the Bears. It's not, I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollow the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with her. That's true. Wait, that's true. That's facts. That's fact. Oh, so you're saying you mess with the Bears more now that you don't follow them. Man, it's not even like that. Ah, okay, it's, okay. it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no mm. football. And guess just, what? Just get away. Get a little away for a little bit. It's either Keith Fields. We want Fields to the drive Caleb. So it's like, bro, man, I'm tired of hearing the talk. I just wanted to be over. So wait, no, just betters pay attention. Justin Fields said he doesn't take it so seriously, that being social media. He unfollowed the NFL and the Bears, and at the same time, followed Kyle Pitts, NFL player, Drake London, NFL player, and Bijan Robinson, NFL player. Look, you got to read through the words. He's going to be, Justin Fields is going to be a Falcon or a Steeler or a Raider at 11 to 1. Where do you want to put your money? We're back with Mike Palm next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. 